Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello and welcome to Hooked, the podcast where we give you all the plot hooks that... Well, that we come up with that you might want to use in your game, maybe. I've been thinking I we need a new tagline, Zane. That's a bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the boss of you. But that's exactly um, what it is, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where I basically take advantage of my friends to come up with hooks for me to put in my games. Uh, I'm Zane C. Weber, your host here with me to be. It's just dawned on me. You know, now. I wanted to say pumped for information, but it was like that's. It's just gross. So I don't know what put there instead. So, here's Jonathan. Hi, it's me. Hello, Jonathan. Um, what am I supposed to... Thank you for having me here again. <laughs> <laughs> here's Faith. It's me. Not hosting this time. Did Correct. I ever host? Did it ever go to air? Who knows? Who's to say? Truly. Did I just record myself hosting over the whole episode? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm here. And here's Dom. <gasps> Dom? Yep, yep. that's us. It's a weird energy today, and you are welcome. But we're all very good friends here, and therefore there's nothing that we need to I know mean, more I about each other. I haven't been feeling myself lately, though. So. I don't know. So you're, <laughs> you're someone else now? I'm someone yeah, else? Yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's just now. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry that I keep calling you Justin. Here's the thing. I hopped in to say a thing without realising that it means I need a getting to know you question. Yeah, yeah you I did. Wanna... did. <laughs> Dom, should... how are you feeling? Simply vibing. Wait, is that your getting to know your question? <laughs> no, 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 no. That was prompting you to please jump in and oh, save me. you got to give me more time than that, <laughs> you, you bastard. Well, I've done a getting to know you question. Question. That's true. Recently, Actually, and so, so is Dom, uh, which means it's your turn. Okay, yeah. I, got, I got one that's hard to make a bit out of. But like all of those who've been experienced, what is your favourite system outside of d I feel like we... 5e. Have we done this before? Yeah, probably. Um, and I don't... Okay. Uh, <laughs> Damn, well, this was a terrible idea. Zane, do you have one? I like Fate. I like Dungeon World. Oh, oh. yeah. I'll agree. I'll fate, agree. Fate can get a little clunky, yeah. but also I think once you kind of get in groove in the spirit of the game, yeah. it is easy to kind of roll. Yeah. Uh, I, I find its social dynamics a little bit... Because they're they're more codified than D&D social yeah. dynamics, it's it's harder to kind of incorporate the regular roleplay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you kind of have to delineate, okay, we're in a social encounter now let's roll from your social encounter thing um, but yeah it, it's it's fun it, yeah. it, uh, it definitely allows for a broader spec character yeah okay cool uh, I guess I have to answer now as well you do, yeah, yeah, you do. Mine, I, I'm a big pal by the apocalypse lover I love most of the games on 
that system. Uh, as well as I'm a huge fan of Forged in the Dark system, which I think is like partially built off Fate. Um, but it's it's uh, very cool. Like the original game that comes from its Blades of the Dark is a very cool heist game, um, where you get to do uh, a lot of mechanics based around the risk of what you're doing, what the, how bad it could possibly backfire on you, and then like it built flashback mechanics as well and that kind of stuff. Like oh, yeah. fun stuff like that. Uh, anyone got a better getting to know you question? No, that's fine. I mean, uh, I've always wanted to try a bunch of different. You have one favorite flavor? Red, crunchy. Oh, I thought you meant like Mine's color. Peanut. Pretzel, obviously. I, mean, I haven't had the. You should try are them. They good? They're very rarely available in yeah. Australia, mm. but they have been released in Australia just recently. I would like to say you said flavor, and I went, oh, what color of M&M is our favorite? Because <laughs> they all have different I like tastes. Red would you like flavor? <laughs> That's would you like I to said. Submit a new answer. Red. Okay. I stand by red. Alrighty. Yeah. They taste better. They're voiced by uh, by Billy West drama. Which is the sexy M&M? That's the green one, isn't it? Um. The, the, I mean, the, bra- the green and brown M&Ms are lesbians together. That's yeah. Kind okay, of- yeah. They clearly sexualize one of the M&Ms in this ad, that's right? Like, that's a Some, thing they do. Yeah. They yeah. sexualize the female-coded M&M in the yeah, ad. Yes, yeah, yeah, And only the female-coded M&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> weird how... I can't imagine what sort of societal thing would cause that to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. I feel like I asked a very loaded question. <laughs> Speaking of Powered by the Apocalypse, I recently backed a Kickstarter Ooh, okay. called uh, Thirsty Sword Lesbian. Yeah, yes. I've been seeing that one advertised all over my yep. Facebook, which tells you a lot about me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we should ask. That's what I'm going to ask. Okay. Next episode, I'm picking the question. No, no, we'll do it now. No, 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 no. What kind of lesbian would you be? Is that... <laughs> Sword. Okay, what kind of lesbian would you be? Oh, Cottagecore. What bog? <laughs> bog <laughs> lesbian. Is, is, is sword lesbian an acceptable yes. answer? Yes. Yeah. 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 Actually, no. Like, <laughs> uh, like uh, distant heiress. Ooh, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. That's good. Yes, like the like the one that they, they everyone everyone knows, but nobody really talks about her very yeah. much. And it's just like, oh, is it, it, and like someone who isn't in the know? Kind of it's just like, oh, is is such and such seeing anyone of them lately? And just like has like kind of a, a little smile, just like maybe. <laughs> yeah, and no, uh, yeah, no one really knows how to approach. Yeah, that's the sort much of like energy. you in real life, safe. <laughs> For Pete. Oh, <laughs> For, for someone who, who purportedly people don't know how to approach, I get, like, like a lot of people bother me, like, on a day-to-day basis. Oh. <laughs> that read my script, Zane, read my script. <laughs> uh, okay, if we know each other well enough now. Any other questions that we could... I can't, I can't remember what your lesbian answer was. I think it was sword lesbian. Sword lesbian, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Do you own any swords? Not yet. There's time. I kind of want... I own axes. Then you're an axe so you, lesbian. You're I'll take axe lesbian's pretty... Oh, you're shit, I'm Oh, then you are a lumberjack. we got to fight for the lumberjack. Lumberjill. Oh, no. It's a lumberjill. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't think I so much am a lumberjack. I think I just like buy. Can I also just say punk is like a lesbian? I don't. I don't. That's know. all. Le- okay, that's yeah. all lesbian. What, oh, what's in it? Deep down inside. Yeah. I want to be more specific, like like an accountant lesbian. I'm just like, no, that's just like a business lesbian. Like that's that's already. Power suit lesbian. That's a, yeah, a yeah. lipstick lesbian. Lipstick that's lesbian. A bi- uh, that's a business lesbian with less social skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a business lesbian that wears glasses and kind of like goes, oh, I, I don't a, know how to socialize. Yeah. I have a pocket protector. <laughs> you gotta protect the, the the graphic calculator you keep in your pocket exactly. at all times. <laughs> the little abacus I whip out in places, and I'm like, "Hor, let me add this up." Who needs we both an abacus and a graphic? They calculator. do different things. Yeah. Do they know? <laughs> they do. Do they, they know? Do. Okay. I love the energy of today. <laughs> I don't have energy. Let's get on Let's to go. the actual podcast, shall we? What we do here is we provide some plot hooks inspired by a Magic the Gathering card and a random word. Now, the Magic the Gathering card that we've chosen today is Ettergeist. Uh, does anyone want to describe what we're looking at? It's here? Faith's turn. It is my turn. It is my turn. Uh, okay, so it's a card, rectangular uh-huh. shape. Um, 
and contained within the card is a uh, shadowy figure in a long white cloak. Um, there's It's sort of a whole cloak. Uh, and it appears to be walking through the world um, with some folks chained to it. Uh, chains look sick. Uh, at the front is what looks like uh, a pirate. I'm going to call it a pirate. I got a, a tricorn hat, so a sailor. A, a, yeah. A or big, some sort of official. I would say town guard, but sure. Oh, that could work. Someone who's out in the elements. Um, and there's some lamps, uh, and it looks very spooky. I think you can see yeah, and there's like, the, like the hood, the and there's face. like clawed hands coming out of the cloak. Yeah, can also, I? The quote's terrifying. Oh yeah, I would like to read the card because it's quite good. I'm not going to read the like how you do it for magic. Uh, but <laughs> how like, you play the game? I've I've never played magic in my life, so you can uh, keep it that way. Yeah, yeah, I'd like it to stay that way. Um, so the card says the choices of the living will tether them death. Brutal. And yeah, then there's true. a and then it says it looks like the art was done by Izzy. Izzy. Which I love. I Z Z Y. Thanks, Izzy. Yeah. Looks great. She's I just want to say that this looks like an undead dire water bear. Oh wow. Uh, right. a That's tardigrade? amazing. I love yeah. that. Yeah. It yeah. does. Right? Like it is it's just kind of its face and its hands have been like torn. Yeah. 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 yeah That's a really cool description. I like it. It's like a spec. Zopter. Zopter tardigrade is especially terrifying because what could have possibly killed the tardigrade? Killed a tardigrade. <laughs> okay. No, it died and then it's just like, no, that's not right. I'm coming back now. <laughs> yeah, it died and it was like, no, this isn't meant to this happen. Isn't meant to happen. <laughs> uh, and the random word that we d- that we have chosen today is loyalty. So we're going to present these hooks in the form of a magic trick. We're going to give the tiny seed of the idea with a pledge. Then we're going to turn it into something a little bit more mechanical, a little bit more fleshed out with turn. And then finally, in the prestige, we will talk about how your players will interact with it, how it will present itself in a game, and how you can make the most of this book. Who would like to go first? I can go first. Um, so the premise of this one is it's a Monster of the Week game in particular um, because uh, Monster of the Week is a really cool game and I like to talk about it. Um, speaking of Powered by the Apocalypse already today. <laughs> so basically the party's called in because of a reported apparition in a haunted house, right? Uh, the house wasn't already haunted. The apparition's a new thing that they've been called in to deal with. I want to be clarifying my language there. Mm-hmm. Um, the person who gives them the orders is, is clearly like very shaken, scared of meeting the party member's eyes, that kind of stuff. Um, and basically just like just lets them into the house and just goes go for gold right um as the the door locks behind them automatically just seemingly you know ghostly shit um and as they wander the halls they can hear the sound of clanking chains wind blowing down the hallway pushing them further and further back and finally they turn the corner into maybe like the lounge room something very dramatic a chandelier at the top because it's a big mountain mansion and they see this huge billowing form chains dripping from their body uh uh and it, it turns to face them it's like this awful howling noise mm. that's the pleasure that is creepy but yeah. i couldn't help but be distracted by the gesture you made just before you finished there where it looked like you were about to bust out an air guitar. <laughs> it was like, and all they can hear is, and I felt like we needed the an power of rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah some face and melting. You, yeah, you hear the guitar. I did you not hear the, you hear the creature's voice, and it sounds like, "What's up, dude?" <laughs> it, was it sounds J- like Jack Black. The ghost is actually Ronnie James Dio, just going ah, like. <laughs> All right, okay. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, so, let, who wants to go second? I'll go. Please do. So, um, I am only really familiar with, like, uh, so, like, 5e. I think I played, like, one part of the ends. But, like, this is sort of set in, like, a modern day. Sure. Kind, I guess kind of also, like, Monster of the Week. You know, that, like, um, so it's kind of set in modern day. Uh, and your 
group of adventurers are uh, not um, they are a group of teenage kids off the local carnival. Nice. Yeah, they're oh, real yeah. cool. Their mum gave them money. Let me tell you about Monster of the Week. Yeah. So it's basically like Monster of the <laughs> yeah. Week. Yeah. Um, but I uh, actually. It, so are you imagining like like teenagers? So yeah. there's like a lot of sexual tension, or are you imagining the, like I Stranger Things? Like kind of like Stranger Things. Yeah, so yeah. I played a Monster of the Week that was based on Stranger Things once before. Okay. I will say though, I'm not a huge fan of Monster of the yeah, Week. Fair. Um, but I know that this would probably suit it really well. Yeah, yeah. So like. I mean, the other thing is like there is actually a bunch of other monster hunting systems that mm. you could also pull on. Yeah. So just like the teenagers stuff is making thing Tales from the Loop, although I haven't actually read the book. Yeah, it does. The, the, uh, the RPG. Yeah. Cool. So this this one that I'm sort of like, because I don't know too much about it, just like jumping. Um, but basically, so they're like a group of teenagers and they're going to the local carnival. Um, and it's like, you know, like a traditional old timey kind of clan. Looks kind of spooky. Uh, and so they're going into a carnival um, because they've heard a story about house of oh, apparently it's dead. is this a carnival that is like static here no it's, like it, seasonal, it, it travels it travels, it travels. Okay. Yeah. yeah cool yeah it travels oh, I like the seasonal haunting though of like every time it comes in something weird happens in the hall of mirrors it's, very, so it's like you have to take your chance now to get it it's very that yeah. so and it's like a rite of passage for like every middle school so like every, every some people like cohort. some people won't go in at all and some people like to attest that they're scared and go in there yeah uh, so this uh, group has have decided that they're going to break here uh, and, and no one is really sure what happens. People who go in uh, and sometimes nothing happens. We'll find out in the prestige. Yeah. Mm. Who's to say? Who Who's is to say? To say? Who Not is us. to say? Not us. Well, probably Not I. Probably I mean, me later. At a future. Yeah, that's uh, fair problem. No. So the Parsi uh, arrived, as so often the case in my hooks, uh, the Parsi arrives in like a city that's the capital of region uh, of like the Empire uh, that is reading it itself for war uh, and they like they have a uh, an audience with the let's say king uh, who says that like, yes yes we uh, we're re- we're readying you know we we are expecting that we'll be attacked within the next uh, little while so uh, we are mustering our armies and we are you know we're raising the army sent kind of chuck himself and just like and of course raising their leader and party probably be like what do you buy that <laughs> uh, that's that's the pledge what could that possibly <laughs> like, be? just like all right, well, let's go on to the turn. Okay, so you just want to take us right in the name now? Dare you. Ugh, prepare. I'm planning ahead for one. Don't worry, I, the third part, there's nothing written yet, so we're fine. So, um, as the spirit turns and, like, actually, like, wails at them and sound uh, bursts out, hear, like, the whispers, like, you know, words mm-hmm. whispering to you. Kind of, you know when, like, you get the reverse reverb effect on something? It's like, as, like, words come in, yeah. that kind of stuff? That's the effect. I'm glad that my noise has communicated <laughs> that, okay? Um, and, and what the ghost basically says is stop. Um, I'm, a, I'm the victim here. Um, and they discover that they were um, actually someone killed by the person who's called in the the, the ghost hunt, the ghost squad, um, the ghost boys. Um, and and as you hear this, you actually start to hear noises coming back from behind, just sort of growling sound. Right? Mm-hmm. Some things are clearly going bad. Um, uh, uh, what the ghost informs you is that person uh, has Kate, who has got you in this house trapped is some kind of shape, um, and then quickly helps you escape by busting one of the windows open or something like that. You run off at night, um, and and then basically it's up to you then continue as a party. But I don't want to give too many more details because I have mechanical ship ready to go in the next part of it. Okay, um, so this is using my card, the unlikely ally. Um, so yeah, you, you my card. are you are you're you're lured into the house, well, lured into the house to fight a ghost. Yeah, find the ghost. Turns the out ghost there's genuinely fight. a ghost. I don't know if the shapeshifter <laughs> actually anticipated this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so and they're of a previous victim. Yes. Okay. Um, awesome. The chains have something to do with the death, all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, and the name of that is called the sellout shapeshifter because they sold you out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were gonna go for the ghost. Go 
Ghost Boys. Yeah, <laughs> I only came up with Ghost Boys while I was rambling to myself. I was... Okay. Uh, so they uh, made it to the hall. They're inside. It doesn't look that scary though. That's just the thing. It's mirrors. just like some dirty mirrors, and you know, like your body looks all funny as you're walking through. And they're they're starting to think maybe this is just something that like all the all the older kids say to, to frighten people, yeah. to, like to frighten the young kids. Um, and they go to leave. They're like, this sucks. As mirror holes suck. It turns they out they suck, and they're like, oh, okay, nothing cool happened. I guess maybe. Uh, and they go to leave. Um, but the mirrors just kind of keep going. It's real weird. It's like they turn around, they go to go back out the front, but they just keep walking. They're walking and they uh, I'm pretty sure the mirror hole was inside there's no exit uh oh mirror, the mirrors Uh-oh. can make a, a room seem larger they can if we keep going I'm sure this is just a it's an optical illusion they it's all kind of look the same so maybe we I'm just... 13 and I have anger issues I punch a mirror you punch a mirror yeah or s- roll for years of bad luck <laughs> yeah for starters uh, you punch a mirror there's another mirror behind it oh <gasps> does the infinite mirror thing you know when you look into wires <laughs> <laughs> it's very that it's yeah. like the finale from John Wick chapter 2 Ooh, love that move. Uh, so, naturally, I expect your party's starting to maybe panic a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe trying to figure out, like, doing some some checky boys to see if they can get out, what's going on. The ghost boys and the checky boys together at last. <laughs> Finally. Um, when uh, you start seeing things in the mirror that maybe weren't there before, a little flip out of the back of your eye, uh, and the sound chains dragging along concrete floor. Maybe concrete? You know what I mean. You can make it. <laughs> One of the floors also a mirror. Oh, it's like infinity on the Gold Coast. Could you man. imagine the sound people? Anyway, so <laughs> it doesn't make me nauseous. That sound. I don't like it. I don't like it. So, uh, so you hear a chain, feel some rustling. It's cold. Okay, so is like is this a like a, a chase or is it more of a like like is it a puzzle or is it a definite encounter that? It's a definite that, encounter yeah. um, and a puzzle at the same time. Okay. So uh, the the apparition doesn't even necessarily need to appear, um, but I would like to think that it speaks. And when it speaks, you can't quite determine the origin of where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says, one of your secrets... Me, I have anger issues. I'm just another <laughs> mirror. <laughs> well, well, what is it's it called? It's not a secret if you say it every time. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> the it's called The Anticipation. The Hall of Mirrors. That's good. I didn't think of a name. It's called the Hall of Mirrors. Such a build up. No, 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 it's called it's called I made I changed my mind. Time I changed to my reflect. mind. Oh, that's a good one. It's called the Hall of Light. Nice. That's better. I like it. <laughs> Is that actually his name or are you lying right now? Who's to say? <laughs> we'll find out in the prestige. Dumb. <laughs> Okay, so the party are assured that this is the great... That like the, a, a man is brought into the room uh, and mo- he, he's wearing full armour, full plate armour with a long flowing uh, cape and, you know, like intricate ancient-looking armour and underneath he's clearly built. And the, he, But he doesn't say anything. The king explains that this is the greatest warrior that the land has ever known as well as the greatest uh, strategist and tactician and that whenever uh, a time of 
need has come for, for centuries now. Uh, he has been brought back. You know, this is he is interred in a special tomb because he has undying loyalty to the emperor and, and to the empire and to its people, and he will always defend. Fen. Yeah. Uh, and so he leads out the army of this land to do battle with the enemy, and uh, the party can probably go along if they want. That's totally what a lot of parties would want to do because you know, that's where they're here. And you know, as they're as they're fighting in this great battle, you know, they each get their chance of some heroics, but you get them to do some uh, some insider perception checks here and there to notice, because, you know, they're, they're in the thick of it fighting, they're not really noticing the greatest strategy that's going on, but it seems like, it seems like you're winning, it seems like you're, you're driving back the enemy, and then suddenly it seems like things take a turn, things are going wrong, and everyone around you is getting routed, and at some point the party going to need to go, hey, we'll cover the bard for ten minutes while you draw that circle that you like to do, um, and yeah, and the army is completely routed, and everyone dies, and as the party retreats, they see the hero standing in my bodies, first them big right. And what callings? Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, I, I really like choice to actually have a battle that has to be from. Like, yeah. in D&D 5e, I feel so rarely, like, yeah. I'm actually danger as a party, so to have that, like, yeah. sort of, like, oh, to back off. And that's why, and, you know, party members aren't, players aren't going to know that, so that so that's why you have the, like, do an insider perception check so you can tell them what their character is noticing about the fight and give them some insight. Yes, you, you have can't take on an entire you army. You are going to die. You, you have noticed that the, that the, the shield wall ahead of you appears to have been flanked and routed and now a new like a new force is heading your way that's sort of yeah thing. uh what about like the army return yeah well well i like this is kind of a spoiler for where like the next bit but obviously we kind of get where it's going so what i was thinking of was the the, the great army of the undead yeah. like just like kind of riffing on like the great army sort of yeah. just like yeah. what about i'll pitch army to elect book thoughts faith you've done it <laughs> i i have said the magic words I had like a serious one. I go on. Yeah, unyielding, unyielding legion, like that. Mm, sure. I like the word unyielding. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so uh, like the the yeah. Get on into the next section. Listen, yeah. I, it took me ages to find it in the past two episodes. Shall yeah. we move on to prestige? Yes. Um, so the thing I really like about monsters is the actual research aspect of it. We have to try and figure out what the deal is with the monster that you're hunting, what its weaknesses are, that kind of stuff. So it becomes this game of research, and I think it'd be smart to bring in research on both the victim and the shapeshifter. Yeah. So you can figure out what's happened for who the person 4 was kind of stuff and I think instead of just a game of beat up the shapeshifter it becomes a game of one dealing with the shapeshifter and what a way they come up with but also resolving ghost yeah. because the whole thing about ghosts right is that they died in unfortunate circumstances and they still have some soul so it becomes up to you to resolve like figure out how to actually send ghost onto the next life it could just be yeah. get rid of the shapeshifter but it could could be something unrelated to another part of this like plot that kind of stuff you know um, I think definitely if we're talking about like the <clears throat> uh, restrictions of, of 5e and, yeah. and other things we can de- we can also talk about like maybe you can't just beat up the shapeshifter. Yes. Yep. Maybe they are immune to physical damage because they just heal themselves immediately. Yep. Wolverine-esque. Maximum health regen, all that yeah. kind of stuff, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that's definitely something. So you really have to lean into the research and the lore and figuring out a, a unique approach to doing yeah. it. Yeah. The other thing I had was like, you could also do such into the house as well, figure out the layout of it as well, uh, which leads to the uh, the maximum drama final encounter is in the room that the ghost actually died in and you have like the ghost aiding you or something along those lines. And it was the dumb way Yes, the dumb waiter the whole time. Never get in the dumb waiter. That's what I've learned from watching movies and television. No, you should never get in a dumb waiter. I mean, that's just good life advice. <laughs> yeah. Regardless I've never of ghosts. Seen, I've very rarely seen that end well. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that's basically it. But mostly it for my, for my prestige is like the mechanic there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, I, de- I definitely think like those, when dealing with the supernatural, I think really you kind of have to break um, the regular mechanics of a battle. Yes. Because yeah. otherwise it's just, a regular
feel a battle and I, what, what makes it what makes it supernatural. I know I'm the person who brings up Dungeon World a lot, but like in Dungeon World, the thing is that you don't get tons and tons of HP as you look, right? Mm. So a dragon doesn't have hundreds and hundreds of HP. A dragon has like 20 HP. The challenge is how do you get through a dragon scale? Yeah. Your sword ain't gonna do it. It's gotta be a more important thing than that. Like it's yeah. gotta be a bigger deal. And it's the same with like these weird ghosts and spirits and that kind of stuff. Like a kitsune in like traditional folklore is like a shapeshifter. Those are tough things. Like yeah. it's yeah. not just a you don't just stab that thing. Excellent. Yep. Well, let's go on to the whole of the whole of lies. Uh, so. For this to work in a game, I think uh, much in the same way that like a little one shot like Call of the yeah. Witch, um, it helps if you've reorganized with Umbra Party for there to be a secret. Um, and like you come up with a couple of pre-made ones, like maybe they uh maybe they are cheating on their partner, maybe they are cheating on test. Yeah, maybe they are like stole something like really important, maybe they like said something really awful you can make it what you want yeah. um and so this creature only activates uh in this uh hall of mirrors if somebody steps inside who's done something to wrong another person also inside the building oh Ooh, i like how, sp- how yeah, specific yeah. that is right so so they have to enter the building together uh in order for it to basically activate and the mirrors act as you know the idea that mirrors are there yeah, yeah you see yourself and and you can't hide anything and so basically it will chase them infinitely through these this hall of mirrors and um like it, it's just a constant voice of like tell admit tell like so I really this, li- like. I really like the idea that yeah so if you come in with a person that you're wrong um it basically just starts revealing everyone's secrets until and it doesn't reveal that secret yeah so it just gives make you it a stop, chance yeah, like yeah. enough time to be like if you admit it I'll let you go yeah the thing that I really like is that you could put this as part of a really fun campaign for like like, like monster League style game of like seemingly very mundane horrors of like small scale scary things that a bunch of middle schools need to deal with right yeah of like oh there's a weird pumpkin man walking around or like like just put in weird very low scale like ghosts and that sort of stuff and you can have a really fun like pretty light-hearted premise right yeah yeah, yeah. so like it's just a little and like you could sort of put it but yeah. yeah it's just like a little like cool yeah yeah absolutely like, and then once again something that does not necessarily require you to simply battle the thing yeah so yeah. i also think there's an rpg out there where you all play as camp, camp counselors on like a summer camp oh, as well sort of stuff like, that's cute you know, yeah but like so, horror summer camp obviously yeah so that's that's my sort of idea is this like something that like but when you're in middle school something like that is end of the world oh, like, yeah you don't want anyone to find out your secrets you know like middle school or high school or whatever but that that whole idea of like it's not some great destined battle it's just that like yeah you know, personal demons yeah so maybe you're like in, in love with their brother or like pick any young adult novel yeah. just pick something anything that's the thing excellent okay well that's so that's that's the whole of lies the whole of lies so there's a a huge army of the undead it seems like what it it, as information kind of trickles back to the 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 capital of the empire uh basically it seems like the uh, the great hero that is always defending his lands has uh, has had enough and is taking uh has he's gotten as many of both armies killed as possible and then raised them as his own new army and nobody knows what his next move is going to be. The, all of these undead, as well as the hero, which is my card, by the way, uh, they have all just seemingly retreated into the hills and no one knows where they are. And now, yeah, everyone's just like kind of on edge. There's no there's no 
like there's no information about what the plan is and then basically it seems like they there are just zombie attacks now in this whole region this whole place is now like all of their uh strong men are now like dead or undead uh so they they the this region is massively destabilized and yeah this is basically an excuse for suitability uh, yeah it's kind of that's kind of this is just kind of like an interesting flavor region reason why this region is i also i also think there can be some fun ambiguity there in like having people like insisting that he's he has a turn like yeah. he's still a hero yeah um, he's just no we don't know his game plan yet. yeah yeah and so that, that being a good part like yeah. of the the opening of the yeah. of the campaign is like figuring out what is actually going yeah, on exactly. um rather yeah man because zombies are there to fall but yeah. yeah the information of why the lich is is doing what the lich does yeah rather than having a regular lich story of just like i want ultimate power yeah he's got ambiguous yeah. he's got ambiguous uh motivations that he's not telling one and they unfold over the course of campaign that you write and also yeah. you have a whole bunch of history and lore that you go yeah. back and bring in if exactly. he's if he's if the undead soldier has led the army several yeah. times before what's to Bathurst. cool yeah. all right well that's hooked that's that's our episode for this week um, if you want to use any of these in your game please feel free to and let us know how it goes uh, you can reach out to us on Facebook or on Twitter or you can reach us at podcast.hooked at gmail.com um, as always we are produced under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative 4.0 International License which means that you're free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give the appropriate credit but don't use the material for commercial purposes and don't remix transform or build upon the material in any way without asking us first thank you very much Dom that's me I'm also the host, creator, former editor of a show called The Mistome Museum of Mystery, Morbidity and Mortality. It's a fiction podcast about a weird museum. Tell me. I am one of those people. <gasps> mm. Thank you very much. Wait. You're so... That was actually... I like... <laughs> Oftentimes I'll be like... I'll like say a hook and I'll be like, that was the worst shit you've ever said in life. But this time I'm actually like, oh damn, that was a good hook. Look, I can actually well see that being turned into a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fully. And you went, you went for a fantasy ball. Well, uh, I didn't say my card, but my card was secret. Nice. Nice. So yeah. I thought that that that. But thanks for having me. I'm on the internet. Uh, try and find me. It's, it, that's your first challenge. I will find her. And yeah. finally, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. You can find me over at Rataloid, where I talk way too much about anime bullshit. And you can find me on Twitter at Pirate Killjoy, where I sometimes tweet about anime bullshit. And wrestling. And 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 wrestling. And Zerk. And Gundam. And Gundam. Gundam's anime. Eh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's been Hooked this week. Join us again next week for more of the same. Keep playing games, everyone. <laughs> Yay. Hello and welcome to an advertisement for the Penny Peep Show. What is the Penny Peep Show? Well, in our podcast factory, our podcast scientists have been working hard on a range of light-hearted radio play anthology series that everyone can enjoy. Criminy crickets, spokesperson. Is there a light-hearted radio play anthology series for me? No, every series is marked explicit. But why not tell your parents, nameless child? They'll find the Penny Peep Show wherever good podcasts are stocked. The Penny Peep Show. It's like dissolving your ears in a cocaine-laden off-brand soda. Is that a good thing? Shut up, nameless child. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.